Hey, everybody. Welcome to Girls Gone Christmas, a bonus episode from Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And today we're discussing Christmas in Evergreen, Bells Are Ringing, which is the fourth installment in the Christmas in Evergreen series. But first, a couple quick notes uh, where you can find us outside of the podcast. You can always find us at meganandwendy.com. That's our home base where you'll find tons of content. You can also find links to everywhere else you'll find us on the internet. Um, you can join our Facebook group and chat with us. We are Long Story Shorties with an I-E-S on Facebook. And you can follow us on Instagram where we are Megan and Wendy LSS. Send us your emails at meganandwendy at gmail.com. We love them. We will read them on air. Hey, Wendy. What's up? Today's so exciting. I'm very excited. You have no idea. (laughs) We have a guest joining us on today's episode. We are so happy to be joined today by LaShawn Wiltz. Now, LaShawn is the creator of Everyday Eye Candy, a lifestyle blog based in Atlanta, Georgia. She is also an Instagram master. She has a full shop full of Instagram (laughs) courses and strategy reports. I have to tell you, she wrote a strategy report for us a couple of years ago. And every single time we think about getting our act together on Instagram, the first thing we do is go back and read her words where she tells us we are hiding our light under a bushel. I will never forget you saying that. (laughs) But she is full of inspiration and strategy ideas for you to get your own Instagram in check. She's also a mom and is dealing with working at home and having a child doing school at home. So we share that in common. And perhaps most importantly to today's episode, she loves Christmas and she loves Hallmark movies. LaShawn, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome. Thank you for for having me. Now, I don't know if you know this, LaShawn, but Wendy is a Hallmark newbie. This year is the first time she's ever watched any Hallmark Content. How is that possible? <laughs> I don't. Know. Well, I'm not a huge fan of Christmas, so um, oh. I know it's it's a long backstory. But um, <laughs> Hallmark movies, I would never sit down to watch these. It's just not my jam. However, this year it is appointment TV, and we've been watching them every week in our house. And I gotta say, like, I kind of love it. It's like no brainer. I have it on all day, like in the background. Oh, that's a good idea. I hadn't thought about doing that just to turn them on. That's usually how I watch. This year, I've paid much closer attention because I've needed to be able to talk about them. And so I feel like I'm noticing more things. But they are so easy to just kind of let them be background noise. They have a formula. So I always know when it's getting ready to get to my favorite part. Especially my favorite. They come on, I'm like, here it comes. (laughs) Yeah, and you know that you could walk away for a minute and you haven't really missed anything. (laughs) Nothing at all. The kiss isn't until the end. It's very sad. That's right. Okay, so, Wendy, why don't you read us our synopsis of Christmas in Evergreen? Christmas in Evergreen, bells are ringing. As Michelle's wedding approaches, Hannah steps up to help finish the launch of the new Evergreen Museum while questioning her relationship with Elliot. Wow. That's it. I think they could have done a better job with the synopsis of this movie. So vague. There is so much more going on here, which we will talk about. But let's go in order and let's start with our initial impressions of this movie overall. LaShawn, why don't you go first? I was let down. 
I'm going to just say it. I don't know. Maybe it's because this is this is the fourth one, right? So yeah. maybe it's because these characters I'm already familiar with, and there was no new energy, new couple, and I was just like, okay, all right. And then I I have other problems, but yeah, that was <laughs> uh, initially I was let down. Yeah, that's it. So I need to apologize to Wendy because when we created the list of movies we were going to review this year, Wendy having no hallmark knowledge at all gave me that job. And so I added this to the list because, of course, it's a fourth evergreen movie. We had to do it. And she said, do I need to watch the previous three? And I said, no, because typically, yes, Yes. they have some of the same supporting characters, but it's a new love interest. They kind of stand alone. If you don't know Mm -hmm. the backstory... You're fine. It's okay. Well, right. That was not the case with this movie. So poor Wendy is probably like, I have nothing to say because I don't know who these people are or what is happening. I don't. I feel like I turned a movie on an hour after it had already been on. Like, I had mm-hmm. no idea what was happening. And even though they recapped a very, you know, short recap at the very beginning, it still didn't give me any background to this particular movie. Well, the part of the problem with that recap is, like I said, every one of these movies has had its own love interest. They could have stood alone. If you didn't know anything about the backstory, it wouldn't have mattered. And they brought back some characters, but they didn't bring them all back. And they did start in the middle of the story. And I feel like that was a failure on the part of Hallmark. Because, yes, you have your diehard fans who are going to have seen all of these movies. But you need to be ready to bring in the new people. And this was not a movie for someone who hasn't watched three previous movies. I I just wanted a new love interest or something. But nothing. So our next question is your first impression of the main couple. Now, typically in these stories, we have one. This one, there's a lot. (laughs) So, I mean, do we focus on Hannah and Elliot? I guess that was the main couple. The main, you know, the main issues, like issues, quote unquote, I guess you could say. Um, I I was so bored by them. So, yeah, me too. And I really thought the focus would be on Michelle's wedding. Me too. I'm like, okay, this is just going to be a wedding episode. I was here for that. I was like, oh, we're going to have a big wedding. It's going to be pretty. Yes. No. He was stuck in. No. (laughs) He was on screen the whole time. I was like, really? Really? He can't even like, I thought maybe in the end he would just, no. That's what I thought. I thought there's going to be a Christmas miracle and there is going to be a wedding and nothing. Zero. He didn't even come back to town. I can't figure out what happened. So I was looking at Rukia Bernard's Instagram this morning and she plays Hannah on the show and she posted a photo, a cast photo on rap day. And the actor who plays... Was he on his phone like this? He's not in the picture. He wasn't there. Um... His name is Thomas so in the movie. Sorry, there's on. too many characters. So, so, so something going on? His name is Colin Lawrence. He's not in the photo. So I I don't know. I'm maybe he couldn't uh, travel it, because of COVID restrictions. COVID? I don't yeah. know. I looked, I couldn't find anything that specifically said why he wasn't there. He obviously was not. They filmed him in the same room the entire time. The I don't even room. think he changed they his clothes. <laughs> 
I was like, maybe they'll have like a a, a Zoom wedding. I don't know. Because <laughs> that would have been typical. That would have worked out well. Yeah, that would have worked. <laughs> Our initial thoughts are not great. Let's... This is going to be a short section. LaShawn, did you love anything about this movie? Not at all. <laughs> she sounds like me. Okay. I will. I do have to say, I was very... It had that nostalgic feeling. And when they brought back, like when Ezra came on screen, the former mayor, I was very happy to see him back. Yeah, I was happy but... they brought Allison Williams' character back because she's the original Evergreen bride. Yeah, but... They left the other two. They're not there. Even though Wait. the funny thing is the Jill Wagner character owns that little shop in town. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, like, she couldn't even visit the Christmas? I mean, uh, she lives I'm... there. This town is one street long, and apparently she was too busy. So, Wendy, did you love anything about this movie? So, actually, I did. Okay. Um, I loved... I loved Sonia, and she played Mayor Michelle's sister, because I felt very... Oh, yeah, I did love her. That's true. (laughs) She was kind of a... She was like a Christmas hater, and so I kind of was like feeling her vibe a little bit. I thought she was really funny. Um, I liked her. I also liked, they did a quick montage of Hannah and Elliot's like love story to kind of like illustrate like what a great guy he was. And I was like, that's sweet. But are those like scenes from previous movies or did they just make it for this one? They're from previous Previous, Evergreens. Previous movies, yeah. Okay. And then the (laughs) other thing I liked were the freaky twin sisters. (laughs) Yes. What is the deal? They've been side characters. I don't remember noticing them a lot, but I know that their names are Jenny and Josie. But they've been like kind of in the background, but they really gave them prime placement in this movie. And I actually enjoyed that too. I thought they were, um, I thought they were fun. Um, it's funny you say that about Sonia. Her, the actor's name is Marcy House, and she was also in A Cranberry Christmas, which was a Hallmark Movies and Mysteries Christmas movie this year. LaShawn, well, I have a question for you as a fellow Hallmark movie watcher. I'm watching these movies more critically this year, and what I'm noticing is there's so much recycling of actors and actresses. Yes, yes. That's like the, the same actress who plays like my one of my favorites, The Christmas Bride. She also plays in Christmas at Pemberley, I think it's called. It's, it's oh. like they recycle well, them. I know they recycle them every year, but this is the first year I've noticed so much recycling within the same year. <laughs> like Holly Robinson Pete has a starring role on the yes, Movies and Mystery does. Channel. Lacey Chabert so, has two movies. I've never noticed know. that level of recycling. Maybe it was maybe it's a COVID thing. Yeah. Maybe I think that's what it was. They could only be certain people. And they were like, Well, look, you're gonna be in all of them. Yeah. <laughs> Once you're quarantined in Canada, they're just yeah. gonna get as much as they can out of you, I guess. Totally. Maybe that was it. I don't know. Yeah. I'm noticing more of the guest stars too, but again, that could be simply because I'm paying closer attention and I'm noticing the same faces over again. But Okay. Moving on. The next section is something we like to call, Did You See That? And I don't have a lot here because I have a lot for the next section, but this is where we talk about plot holes and issues and things that we noticed. Okay. Wendy, do you have anything? Well, like I said, I had a really hard time watching this episode, so I didn't 
I'm sorry. I had a really hard time watching this movie, so I didn't watch it that closely to like <laughs> see the plot lines. The only thing that I did notice, sorry, the dog is coming in here. The only thing I did notice was um, those Nestle cookies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did you not see them, it, Megan? It was it was so weird placement. It was like product placement on ten. I was like, okay, yeah. And they put the chocolate chips. On top of the top cookies. Of the cookies. Who makes yes. a chocolate chip cookie like that? You mix them. In. TV I people, don't. evidently. I don't. I don't know. You don't mix um, them in. You put your chips I, on top. I mix them. No, I mix them in. Me too. Oh. I mix them oh. in. Okay. Yeah, I thought that was so weird. They were like placing the chocolate chips on. I, I, speaking of product placement, did you catch the Hallmark product placement in one of the final scenes? It was subtle. <laughs> And LaShawn, I actually think you own this item. On the table in the final dinner scene, they had their bottles of wine, their Jingle and Joy wine. Am I wrong in that you had those wine bottles? I could have sworn. No, it was not me. (laughs) Somebody on Instagram. Yes, so they sell Hallmark movie branded wine, wine, Jingle and Joy. Oh, my God. I, I wonder where you would even buy that at. And they, it made it onto the table in their final dinner scene. Weird. Um, now, I have seen um, Hallmark Christmas tea at World Market, but I have not seen wine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe it was at World Market. That's where I was thinking. Maybe wine is there, too. Because, you know, it seems like a Walmart, World Market type. I think so too. I wrote very dramatic slow motion montage of Hannah and Elliot flashback. (laughs) But I like that part. Well, I think especially they needed to do it. uh, Oh, God. (laughs) I had issues with just just everything about their plot line. Me too. So, that being said, let's move into the what we wished for, which really is going to be the section where I complain a lot about this movie. Mm-hmm. What did we wish mm-hmm. for in this movie? Mm-hmm. Okay, I wished that, I mean, I know from previous movies that Hannah is, you know, she's very bubbly and everything, but she was annoying me. <laughs> um, and the fact that she, Elliot wanted to expand, you know, and I'm like, oh, this is a friend. He wants to build a business. He wants to take it to the next level. I'm like, other people have left Evergreen. Y'all can go and come back. And how she was like, no, my life is here with this museum. I'm like, baby, you just got the museum. I mean, I'm, I'm like, you, it, it wasn't really your whole little setup there. It was really boring. It was just some pictures and stuff. I mean, God, I would say no if I was the old man too, but you know, okay. It, it was like he was. I felt like he was bored, and he was like, "I got to get out this town because <laughs> y'all gonna drive me crazy." I can't. I can only tinker for so long. But I felt like she was. She was suppressing his dreams so they could remain in Evergreen and be on the next episode next year. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> it Look, was, if- it was annoying. If Allie can come back from Paris, they can come back to Vermont from Boston. From Boston. That's what I was saying. I was like, you can come every weekend to mind the shop if you want to. I don't. I I don't understand what was keeping her in Evergreen. I felt like they manufactured drama because they did not have a story. I the thing I wished the most was that they eliminated ninety percent of the plot lines in this movie because there was yes way too much going on exactly 
I think the original movie was supposed to be about the Michelle and Thomas wedding. That had to be what it was. It seems mm-hmm. weird to me that Michelle has always been much more of a main character than Hannah has been. She was a supporting character. And if they were mm-hmm. going to elevate one of the main cast, it should have been Michelle, Holly Robinson Pete's character, in my opinion. And I feel like when they realized that couldn't happen for whatever reason, they just said, give me every idea you have and we'll put it in the movie. <laughs> right. But it was just so contrived. It just did not feel natural at all. And it was just like painful to watch. <laughs> I was like, why? And I hate that he changed his plans in the end. Talking about, I just want to be with you. I love you. And I'm like, really? You could have left her. <laughs> Maybe they could have resolved it in the next movie. I do feel like that was a bit of a reversal for Hallmark because usually it's the woman who feels like her life is too small and wants to branch out. And they kind of gave that. She wants to stay in the small town. Even because I I was trying to remember the last, the movie where they got together. And I was like, "Eh." I mean, it was kind of but you know like there was just a couple in the movie that you it was a side cut they were a side couple yes and so you didn't really pay much attention to it and you're like oh they're cute oh they got the two black people together you know that's all (laughs) (laughs) all you're thinking (laughs) this movie i'm like why are they main characters yeah they were third level characters Mm -hmm. i think that was the main problem that they were third level characters that they tried to elevate and we didn't have enough invested in them Yes. So therefore, they are boring. <laughs> I did think they were boring. Um, okay, what else did we wish? Hold on, I got... Oh, I know what I wish. That Michelle and Thomas would have gotten married. What is happening <laughs> when they got to the end and they're having dinner and I'm looking around like, excuse me? I, I was waiting for him to come through the door yes! and be like, surprise! Oh my god! They would have played music and she would have been crying and they would have had a wedding. No. No, I mean, <laughs> but this is what I don't understand. The sister says, get dressed up. We're going to dinner. So she like just happens to have the ball gown that she puts on. Right. Like I'm going out right. in my fancy ball gown. So she comes downstairs <laughs> and Sonia's in a sweater. And I was like, OK, maybe she has her Zoom call with Thomas and they say their vows to each other. Why didn't we take it a step further? They get dressed up. They say their vows. They don't get married. Yeah, why can't they just have somebody marry them? Like, how hard would that have been? I'm like, it's Hallmark. You can do these things. Come on. (laughs) Surely Nick is an ordained minister. You're telling me that your Santa character, Nick, is not ordained to perform that. Exactly. It's Nick. (laughs) Who is writing this movie? We should have did a rewrite. so annoyed because I was like, oh, they're getting her dressed up because... He's going to appear. And then he did not appear. Except on, on video. Yeah. Yeah. Why um, wasn't he wearing a suit? Why wasn't... Why... They just dropped I, the ball. I could have gotten on board with a Zoom wedding, but not this, let's say our vows, I miss you. And then he's gone. And that's his last appearance in the movie. And like um, you said, he had on regular clothes. I feel like they filmed it in his living room against a white wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were like, hey... Get yourself some natural lighting and an iPhone and send us the footage. (laughs) (laughs) We'll cut you a check for a a day's work. (laughs) I 
did not think we needed the storyline of Cranky Jeb Cooper coming to disrupt the Christmas Museum. You're telling me that in 30 years now you care what happens to the museum? No, you don't. Right. The hat shop. You made me look bad. Yeah. That was dumb. You just just started to care. So I was wondering because the I have lots of questions about a Christmas museum. First of all, who's going to a Christmas museum to see what exactly? Because Trees. Evergreen, that's their business, Christmas. So okay. I guess it made sense. But it's not all year long, right? It's just, they opened it on Christmas Eve. That's another failing in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a failed investment. going to have a Christmas museum. It needs to be open the entire month of December. <laughs> Yes, and then it's closed damn. the rest of the year? I don't understand. Exactly. It's like, how is that a sustainable business? How is that going to make money? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. See, another reason why Hannah could have gone to Boston, because the museum exactly. is only closed. Yeah. Come home and run it for a day. Now you're understanding. Now you're understanding. Because that's why I was so upset. Because I'm like, a Christmas museum? You're staying for the Christmas museum. Christmas is a month. That's all. I mean, come on now. Yeah, and she had no, like, oh, she kind of works at the inn. She kind of helps at the tinker shop. Like, you have nothing holding you here. She has nothing. She was just like a little, she had like little jobs everywhere. Okay, that brings me to another question. Because they talked about the nephew all the time, Hannah's nephew. The boy that like worked in the Kringle shop and whatever. That's Thomas's son. Thomas's son, yeah. Thomas is the guy that was on the video camera? Yeah. Yes. What? Yes. Okay. (laughs) I'm so. Well, who's his mom? Someone's not in. I don't know if we know what happened to her, know. but she's never been in the movies. Oh He's always gosh, been like single ever. dad, and then he came okay. to Evergreen uh-huh. and he met Michelle. Okay, right. the first or second movie. Well, who is taking Thomas. care of Thomas's son while Thomas is stuck in? I'm assuming I think Michelle he is? was living with but Hannah. He was living with, with Hannah. Yeah, who's his aunt? Which. Why wouldn't he live with Michelle, who was going to be his new stepmom? Because he was always living with Hannah, who was oh. his aunt. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> I I was so confused. And then Michelle didn't even, like, she didn't even, like, react to this boy. Like, this was going to be her future stepson. She just would, like, look at him like he was making hot chocolates or cider or whatever. And she was like, all right. Like, there was no investment there. And I just was like, None. who is this kid? Who Who is he? I liked... So his name is David in the movies, and um, he started as this, like, really awkward little child, and he's kind of grown into himself, and so I really enjoyed seeing him in this movie, and that's something you'd really only appreciate if you'd watched him from the very beginning when he was a very nervous little actor. (laughs) Well, maybe he'll be the star of Evergreen Part 5. And I don't understand, so many of these Christmas towns do their Christmas festivals, like, two nights before Christmas. They're like, we're lighting the tree on December 23rd. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? You light the tree in November, so it's up through the entire season. Like, the festival, we have to get it ready for Christmas Eve. It's always, it has to be done by Christmas Eve. And all of them, the house, what was it, that one of the movies, the house tour, it was on Christmas Eve. Oh, yeah, the Christmas house. They had their Christmas. People are busy on Christmas Eve. They're not out doing neighborhood activities on Christmas Eve. No, we're cooking. (laughs) Yes. We're wrapping gifts. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We're telling the kids to go to sleep. So one thing we always do is we've noticed this year that many of these movies have a niece character who helps drive the connection. We don't have a niece, but of course, we just discussed, we do have a nephew. 
and he's a main character really in this movie. We've had never had a niece nephew character be quite so elevated in these movies. So I actually did like that for David. I think he had earned that. <laughs> that place. Yeah, that's a four movies. Yeah. So I have another question, please. What was the point of Ashley Williams returning to this? To this? No clue. <laughs> so they could put her on the poster. Did you notice? See, the movie image has Hannah and Holly Robinson Pete and Ashley Williams on it because even the creators of this movie didn't know what it was about. Every other movie has right. the two main characters. This one, they're like, we don't really know who this movie's about. So we're going right. to put them on the poster. I thought that was so dumb. And then she has that like a big moment at the end where she says she's pregnant. And I was like, oh, is this for next year? No, but like she lives in Paris. Fall. It doesn't oh, make okay. any so, sense. She's the original so Evergreen like, Bride. She probably, honestly, she pro- they probably like filmed back to back with her terrible movie that was out this year. We hated <laughs> Ashley Williams' movie this year. Never Kiss a Man on a Christmas Sweater. It was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> I so hated bad. it. That was a stinker. Oof. I struggled. I was like, oh, God, am I going to finish? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It would. I would have walked away if I didn't have to talk about it here. <laughs> Wendy, do you have anything else that you wished for in this movie? No. The the only thing is, is if Evergreen's this magical Christmas town, like why can't we see any of it? The shots are so tight, like you barely see anything. And I know that it, they're filming this in like September or October or whatever in a, another country, but give me like. Is there a budget? Is there no budget for like these movies at all in terms of like set decoration? Like, no. okay, for example, right now I'm wa- I'm rewatching Gilmore Girls, and in the winter months, it looks like winter, and they film that in Southern California, so they can make it look like Christmas. But Evergreen, man, you can barely see like what's going I mean, on what behind them. With this movie, because there are other movies where. You know, you you at least get a glimpse of a town. You then you might get a neighborhood. You got get some nice house. It's like this one did not have that much variety, even less than say previous movies in previous years. It was just bad. I don't know how else to put it. I agree. I mean, I it would just know. it does not make me want to travel to Evergreen to see. I mean, I know there's it's fictional, but I'm just saying I don't want to go there. Like I, I don't care. And in previous years, I have wanted to go there. You know. <laughs> They've shown there's always that truck factors heavily into every movie. Not heavily, but it mm-hmm. is in every movie. And that good. truck always breaks down and it always drives some always part of the plot. Right. And this time they drove like two inches out of town around a corner. In the past, they're like out in the middle on the open road where it dies down. Like you can believe they're out in the middle of nowhere. And this was like, let's put a hedge behind you and park the <laughs> right. truck there. And then he walked back real quick. And yeah. he, I was like, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that brings us. This is going to be painful. So we rate these movies out of four stars. I'm going to be shocked by my own rating. All right, Wendy, you go first as the newbie. Oh, it was a one star, if that. Sorry. Well, it was the worst oh, of the worst. Sorry, it was the worst I, of the bunch we've watched. I'll, I'll give it a two simple because it had black characters in it, and you know that's rare for Hallmark. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, so one thing we've talked about a lot is I do think they've very slightly tried to diversify their cast, but they're not doing a great job of diversifying their main characters. Exactly. All their side characters are getting diversified, mm-hmm. but the, the main ones, no, Lifetime is overtaking them with that, I will say. 
Oh, interesting. Well, and Lifetime. <laughs> so Hallmark has even had gay couples, but not as their main characters, not only as, as supporting characters. characters. Only as supporting. But Lifetime did, I haven't seen that movie yet, but they do have a movie with a main couple that is gay. So I need to find that one. Hallmark, you need to get with the program because... I was pleased that we did have actors of color as our main characters, but that really is. I this gets a two. But it was for me. one of the worst movies. That's I, that's the bummer. I guess. <laughs> have you that seen the bummer. Holly Robinson Pete's other movie this season? Have you watched it yet? No, I haven't watched. Was it good? I don't know. I have it recorded. Um, but Holly Robinson Pete is a great actress. She shouldn't be given this like terrible is. material. But you know, that's she the is. same thing we talked about when we watched Allison Williams' movie. She's one of the better Hallmark actresses, and her movie was mm-hmm. still terrible. I mean, you can only you can't shine a turd that much. Right. <laughs> but if, you, if I'm being honest, a lot of the movies this season, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. I think I think they really (laughs) suffered with whatever restrictions they were placed under this year in terms of time and travel and availability. Even the storyline. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This gets a two for me and it only gets a two because it felt familiar and like going home. And there were parts of that that I liked. (laughs) LaShawn, tell the people where they can find you. You can find me um, at LaShawn Wilkes on Instagram and Twitter. I'm on Twitter and Instagram the most. Twitter is my other happy place other than Instagram. Kind of snarky over there, that says, you know. I love Need it. be warned. And um, Facebook, um, Everyday Eye Candy blog, and on my blog, Everyday Eye Candy. Where I am all the time. And we will leave links to all of those places in our show notes. You have to go check out Lestron's Instagram because she's posting her Christmas decor and you have the greatest collection of nutcrackers. I love it. Lashawn, I'm obsessed with your stories. Every single day, I'm like, is it a Keurig day or is it a pour over day? What is she eating for breakfast? Did she ride the Peloton? What kind of music did they listen to? Is she, is she up at 430 today? Like every single day. So what's she reading today? Yes. I'm so impressed like how you tear through these books because like I'm such a slow reader and every two days you have a new book and I'm like holy crap and she gets up at 430 I I read like five books at once so you gotta remember that oh (laughs) my goodness like I will be I will be reading um President Obama's book for a long time because it's very very detailed (laughs) and thick yes Oh my well, God. <laughs> we are kindred book spirits. So that's another thing you should follow LaShawn for because she reads a lot. And personally, we share similar tastes in books. So if you like yeah, it, often I like it. So that makes me really happy anytime I'm like, what's she reading? Yeah. And then I just add it to my list because. Yes. Yes. I'm always looking. I'm always looking. My personal yes. book concierge. So we appreciate you taking the time to record this with us. I'm so sorry the movie was such a stinker. <laughs> but thank you for having me. I love talking about Hallmark to anybody who will listen. <laughs> it was so fun having you join us. All right, everybody. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Long Story Short, the podcast. You can join us every Tuesday for our regular episodes and Thursday for our bonus Christmas episodes. Next week, we'll be talking about a cross country Christmas. You can join us right here. You can watch it this weekend and listen along and share your thoughts. We would love it if you share your thoughts ahead of the podcast and send us an email so we can share them on the show. As always, leave us ratings and reviews. It makes us so happy and it does help 
People find us in iTunes. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you soon. Bye. 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 Bye.